Um, whatever it is that you want, don't expect that it's as easy as it might look to the outside when some people are doing it. So there is always a lot of planning that goes in behind the scenes. Welcome, everyone. We have a new podcast episode today, and I'm super excited. We have here Generation Nomads on our podcast. And something that is really funny is that we have been following each other for quite a while. It feels like we know each other because we're very supportive on each other's accounts. But this is the first time that we're actually meeting. So welcome to the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Tomer. Oh, I hate it if I don't pronounce it correctly. Is it Tomer? Yes, that's right. Okay. And Anastasia, welcome, welcome. So you guys have been traveling for quite a bit and I would love to do some sort of like quick questions so the audience can get to know uh, who you are and how long have you been nomading. So that's my first question. Awesome. So first of all, Ninka, thank you so much for having us here. We're really excited, as you said, to connect finally in person because it's been a while since we know each other. It was for us 2018 when we left our corporate jobs and just went to travel and become online entrepreneurs. Did you define that? Like you said, I'm going to travel and do like online entrepreneurship. Was that a conscious decision? It developed on the way, to be honest. So mm -hmm. when we uh, left originally, we just said, okay, we're going to go travel. It's been a dream and we <laughs> wanted to really uh, make it happen. We want to also be doing something. So yeah, we started with various things and it rolled into it eventually. Yeah. So we knew that we wanted to become entrepreneurs and do something for ourselves just so that we can have this flexible lifestyle forever. We just didn't know exactly what it would be that we'll do. So I yeah. think that's something that really became more concrete over time. Yeah, exactly. You live and learn, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you doing right now to sustain your lifestyle? Yeah, so we're business coaches and we specialize in working with um, bloggers and content creators that are really frustrated by putting a lot of work into creating content, into trying to do something, but not seeing money coming in. So we help them to actually monetize their business faster by creating an offer, like a great offer that people will want that they can also go remote with. That's so cool. Later in the episode, we will speak a little bit more about that. So you should definitely stay tuned if you're into content and you're doing that right now and you feel those like burning frustrations. All right. And so you both always had the dream probably to travel the world or is this also something that came on later? I think we both had that dream always. At some point we realized that we are more weekends away from our home than we are at home. So it really, it's, a, it's something that we've always loved. To Even before we started corporate, so we met actually during our studies. And um, as our graduation trip, we decided to go for a couple of weeks to Southeast Asia. And we've been traveling around there, the two of us. So we said, at some point, we're going to do this again. But then, of course, you start your job, you have your nine to five. And then at some point, we said, okay, if we want to make it happen, we really have to make it happen actively. It will not just fall into our laps. And that's when we said, okay, let's do it. Sweet. So you guys are working together on the same business. You're probably 24-7 together, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. So, you know, you're traveling a lot, moving around and running a business at the same time. That requires a lot of planning. Mm -hmm. I would love to have a conversation about that. 
I feel like if you want to do this for the long term and sustain your, your life comfortably, you probably need to do some planning. So how do you guys go about this? What are like very significant things about the nomad lifestyle that you plan ahead? I agree indeed. It is, it's something that is a huge part of living this kind of lifestyle because yeah, you, you keep moving around, you go to new destinations and you always have to think about what are your next steps. Yeah. So as a digital nomad, you always have to think about also where you could work from. So that's something that we very often look at. Is there a community there of uh, digital nomads or people we could uh, meet? Because that's also something uh, nice to, to have. I think a lot of people underestimate how much time it actually requires to plan Especially, as you said, it's maybe the non, not so sexy side of traveling because what you see is just the, um, how it looks like on the outside, not what goes into you know planning how to go from point A to B. Sometimes I say, okay, do we really actually have to plan and look again for another accommodation and look again exactly what we're going to do? Let's just go to a place and figure it out there. And that can go really 50-50. Either you hit a great, you know, jackpot, or you get sometimes in situations that are not so great. And then you think, okay, maybe I should have done a little bit more planning. <laughs> Is there any situation that you truly felt that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it happens quite often. <laughs> But like one specific one that we had is after we were on the road for one and a half, we were planning our trip uh, back home and we were actually in uh, in Rio at the time. And then we thought, okay, before we go back to Europe, then we want to have another visit to beach destination, tropical beach. And we heard of this place called uh, Jerry Quacquara. He said, this place is amazing. You have to go there had no idea about it and we're like okay how do we get there yeah you have to fly to fortaleza and then you just take a, a, yeah, a small transport and you get there to uh, jerry quacquara and we booked uh, the, the flights when the time came up to go there we started thinking okay uh, how do we actually get from fortaleza to jerry quacquara do we just take a taxi or how is it and then we started doing some google research and when we started doing a little bit more research we figured out that Fortaleza is actually one of the top seven most dangerous places in the world. At um, least according to Google. But yeah. that this is again, you know, the planning part, because you get sometimes when you're really unexpected getting into those trouble situations, then you are confronted with a decision. What are you going to do? Like, And then what we did is we reached out to a tour guide and he was telling us, well, I commend you actually to go as fast as possible to your next destination. You should take a taxi and just tell them to go over red, over red lights. Yeah, uh, avoid stopping under any circumstances, just go. So we don't know if he was overreacting, but that got us thinking, okay, we've been through a lot of adventures and, and we just wanted to have a relaxed time, you know. On top of it, we also found out that the trip from Fortaleza to Jerry Quacquara was through a desert. You have to go for six hours, I think it was, where we originally thought it would just be a taxi ride or a short uh, trip from there. So that was a really quite a stressful situation we got ourselves in. Yeah, the, the problem was that we were like two days before the flight and then we started looking into those things and then it was like a ticking time bomb, like, do we go? 
or do we skip this adventure for now? That was the, the question that we were facing. That was, yeah, it just becomes very stressful when you don't plan it ahead. And uh, yeah, that becomes like a bit... Uh, so a spoiler alert, we decided not to go. And we would really <laughs> love to know if anybody who is listening here has been <laughs> to Fortaleza and Chirico Aquare and what they would tell us. But yeah, that, so basically the point is sometimes you get in a situation where you're not sure what to do and you just have to make a decision whether it's in the right decision or not, but you want to avoid making it under stress. And that's what we got ourselves into. Yeah, exactly. It's also about the adventure. One thing, having adventure is super cool, but when it's going to jeopardize your work, your, well, <laughs> let's say your health first, <laughs> then it's like, is it still worth it? Or could you have a really nice adventure elsewhere where it's just not so dangerous or uncertain what will happen? <laughs> you know, if you're in this mindset of, you know, I'm really up for the uncertainty and for the adventure right now, and I'm just going to take things however they come, then um, you might, you know, have different criteria of how you want to plan your trip. So I think it's really important to kind of ask yourself also, what do you want to get out of something? Yeah. And how do you want to travel? And sometimes we noticed we kind of forgot to check in with ourselves and ask, what is it actually that we want? And if you are doing that more intentionally, you don't risk as much to get into mm -hmm. a situation where you're afterwards saying, well, I wish I would have done it a little bit different because I actually wanted to have a relaxed time and I had a really crazy time or the other way around. Yeah, that makes total sense. And so I'm in Brazil right now. I love, love, love Rio. I think yeah. it's one of the best cities or top cities in the world. You have been in Brazil as well. I'm really curious what your experience uh, was in, in Brazil. Like, was it okay? I get a lot of questions about this and I have never had any issue in brazil so so for us it was like we didn't face any real danger i'd say mm -hmm. and we didn't have really any problems at all but everybody were always warning us to be careful if i think back then we enjoyed it very much we really loved it we had a really great time we were there in carnival but it was a little bit of this cloud because everybody was all the time giving you those warnings you know yeah. like be careful be careful so it was always a little bit of a thing in the background uh, of you know are we okay here or not yeah i feel you on that maybe brazil is not the first location people should go to maybe you should travel a little bit more to other locations yeah get that mindset. The good thing was for us also that we prepared ourselves mentally as well. So we knew, let's say, the general precautions to take. All right. So another topic is a little bit more about your entrepreneurship journey. You mentioned in your introduction that you tried different things and that today mm -hmm. you're helping content creators can you share a little bit more about the journey from when you started to where you are today so i think what was clear when we started out and we started traveling was that we wanted to do something that is creative and that we're really passionate about and we found that in travel and in kind of talking about this remote lifestyle and designing the life that you would like to have so we were really on a quest for ourselves. And we, right in the first couple of months into our journey, we set up our Instagram account. We started our blog. So we started blogging things like, 
hey, today we were in a pool and it started to rain. More you know, like a not- journal <laughs> blog. <laughs> exactly. It was more like a journal. Not even our family was reading our blog. <laughs> so that was um, saying something. We really want to see how can we do something with content creation? So how can we monetize our Instagram and how can we monetize our blog? So we started looking into you know, the things that you just do, I mean, SEO and, you know, keywords and how do you grow and how do you develop an audience and all these things. And we started reaching out to brand, also affiliate links for our blog, but it's a process that takes time to grow your traffic, to grow your followers. Mm -hmm. And we were starting to ask ourselves at some point, is this really the way to go? Or is there a way to do something faster so that we can monetize faster? And that's when we started realizing that, well, if you're looking at bloggers, why do they eventually offer courses or they offer any other products or they offer eBooks? And we saw that, okay, that's this is probably a way to go. And it triggered something. So that's when, when we made the plan, okay, let's start launching our own course because at that point we had so much um, interest in people asking how did we travel actually and how do you make that shift so a lot of these questions and we said we can turn that knowledge that we have and that we have gathered into a product we developed a program actually we put up a sales page we didn't develop anything yet and we sold that and during that first launch we acquired I think seven clients and we made more money than in the entire two years before in just this one week that we launched the course. So, and then since then we have been growing and evolving that and um, yeah, positioning ourselves in kind of this field of helping people to make the shift from turning something that they already have. So any skills or passions that they have Mm -hmm. and, and an audience that is already there and yeah, liking you and following you without waiting to grow like to massive followers or to massive traffic um, and basically figuring out how can you already start making money now that's really cool and did you have a job or any other income while you were doing this yeah so before we left to travel we already we were actually already thinking we don't want to go and just use all our savings So we started thinking of ways of how we could do it sustainably. And one of the ways that we uh, have approached is through uh, real estate investments. So while we still had our corporate uh, jobs uh, and were uh, able to uh, afford it and and to to borrow also uh, money in order to make those investments. And further than that, also just uh, in the stock market, focusing very much on dividend paying uh, stocks. So created for ourselves some passive income, basically, that will sustain us throughout that time. That's a very interesting point, because I think that part of of making this lifestyle successful is to have a long-term plan with a strong foundation. Mm -hmm. So that also goes into planning. Like there was actually some planning before you you (laughs) took the leap, right? Absolutely. Um, Whatever it is that you want, don't expect that it's as easy as it might look to the outside when some people are doing it. So there is always a lot of planning that goes in behind the scenes same as with just starting the dream lifestyle that you want to have. Um, it's not just something that you do from one day to another. It does involve some thinking if you want to do it in a more sustainable way. Um, but to know that it's always possible 
if you are willing to do the planning and if you're willing to do that work. It's very true. I would actually love to go into maybe some other tips or sort of mindsets that people could think about when they are like wanting to go on this journey. So I think um, maybe one is that sometimes you need to go through a short period of discomfort to create a lifetime of comfort. Um, Just know that, yeah, any kind of freedom that you want to create requires discipline first. It makes sense in a way because it makes it also much more worth it. You'd appreciate it much more when you go through when it takes something to to get it basically i mean if it's if it was all so easily then you know nobody would appreciate it nobody would think it was that great and that cool right mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. i think it's also on top of that and but ultimately like whatever however hard difficult like long whatever it may seem just to know that whatever you need to make this happen you have already within you so you don't need to wait until something happens or until you know more or until you're braver or more confident or whatever it is like you can start becoming who you want to be right now it's just taking a decision um, to do the work or to um, you know start the planning or whatever it is that your next step might be it's already closer probably than you think it is and That's just something that we also see in our clients that we're working with um, that want to have this remote lifestyle and they want to start a business that they sometimes think, oh, but I need to first educate myself further or I need to become more confident or I need X, Y, Z before I can make the next step. And then we like to bring it back to saying, okay, do you really need that? Or can you already start making steps now and celebrate first wins and just get to the next level? And yeah, maybe that's one that I wanted to mention as well, that you have already everything you need. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And there's no yeah. better timing than today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, very often we hear also people say, now is not a good time, later, you know, and they very mm. often like we, I think it's natural to just postpone things that are maybe out of our comfort zones, things that are a bit more challenging to postpone them for later. But eventually there's always something in the way that there will never be a perfect timing. You just have to decide on a moment and go for it. All right. Well, those were some great things. There's two more things that I want to share. First is that talking about tips, they actually have a special offer and you can go to generationnomads.com forward slash set yourself free. So that's set dash yourself free. And you can actually, you know, get a free training and then you can speak with them maybe about your journey. And I know like from their Instagram accounts, like all the content they're sharing, really good. it's very resourceful. And yeah, if you're struggling and you don't know what your first step should be, I would definitely take up that offer. I think it's great. Thank you for giving that also to our listeners. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. It's um, exactly as you said, for anybody who wants to become a digital nomad, entrepreneur and doesn't really exactly have a clear plan of how to make it happen so in the training we help you to get started with the essential five steps to create and sell an offer but also if you are already a digital nomad and have a remote job but you want to make the switch to working for yourself that can be a yeah great first step to start cool all right. So before we leave, there's one more thing I always ask my uh, my guests. If you have maybe one question for me, 
could be about anything that we spoke about today in our episode or another nomadic question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think, what's your favorite place you've been so far? And have you ever gotten yourself into a situation where you thought, hmm, maybe I should have planned that better? That's a great question. So I think my most impactful nomad place was Bali, just because there are so many digital nomads there, so many entrepreneurs there. That's also where Digital Nomads Daily started. Then a place where I am currently, which is Florianapolis in Brazil, it's a place that feels very much like Bali. I've been here only for three weeks and it's I feel so much at home here. It has everything that I need, um, very low-key culture, um, and it feels very safe here. I haven't been to a place where I haven't mm-hmm. felt really safe or, or unsafe. Um, but that's also not, I'm not that adventurous. I like to understand what's going on. I want to mm-hmm. feel mentally safe, physically safe and financially safe. So I don't have any like crazy mm-hmm. stories, but I have like the obvious stories in Asia where, you know, you miss a bus or the bus has like uh, a broken, like a flat tire. And then you're like in the middle of the jungle and it's freaking hot and you don't have water anymore. (laughs) And you're waiting just for hours and you don't know what's going to happen. I had my luggage being lost several times, but that's just stuff. Um, Like all good in the hood, like health wise. I've been sick a couple of times. I had horrible dates, but It's all good. Like, that's not something that I would say, oh, like, my life was terrible. Um, But it's, yeah, Yeah. it's because I'm pretty conscious as well. Like, I don't like to feel stressed too much because I get super high anxiety. And that's not good. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, try to tone it down a little bit. So I I guess that's it. Does that answer your question? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank you for answering. I think it sometimes especially when you're a new traveler to figure out what type of traveler are you and then once you understood that about yourself then you can also cater your own trips Mm -hmm. yeah so that's amazing wishing you an amazing time still where you are it sounds really great I would love to come there now especially because when we're looking outside the window it's gray (laughs) and gloomy (laughs) right now Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this episode. There's so many tips. Very, very cool. And thank you. Thank you so much for coming. For everyone who's listening to this podcast episode, we're going to add all the links to the podcast episode page. So if you go to digitalnomadsdaily.com forward slash podcast, you will find our episode there. All the links, you can follow them on Instagram. If you're not following Digital Nomads Daily on Instagram, well, it's at Digital Nomads Daily. So that's easy. And we will see you in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming. It was really, really nice. (laughs) 